Hello, everybody. It's time for another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn Nick, and with me, as always, it's Gator. And we are sitting here in front of the world famous St. Louis Landmark Hill Cigar Company for yet another episode. And I will admit, we didn't know what we were going to smoke going No idea. This. So we were kind of talking in the back, and one of the patrons here, Rick, gave us a good suggestion. So we invited him to come on and uh, tell us what we should smoke. Okay. And that recommendation would be the 300 Hands Maduro Churchill. All right. So we are going to be smoking the 300 Hands Maduro Churchill, put out by Southern Draw and made in the A.J. Fernandez factory. But we appreciate the uh, recommendation there, Rick. Anytime. Hope you enjoy it. You having a good day? I am. I mean, you know, until the Blues lost. Well, until the Blues lost but at least they did get a point it's just one game and it's a long season exactly so well rick again we appreciate the recommendation well i hope you enjoy the cigar i'm sure the proceeds do go to charity which makes it a great win-win perfect we will get into that here in just a little bit rick's a super awesome guy he's up here all the time and hanging out and smoking and well not to mention he's smoking the cigar he recommended to us yeah and for some reason, while we were watching the Blues game, Nick kept turning the TV over to football. Full. And it was just infuriating the room. I, For some reason, I got handed the remote. And I, did, I specifically said, I do not want the power. And with, yet, everybody kept arguing with me about going back and forth between the hockey game and the uh, NFL wildcard game between the Texans and the uh, uh, Bills. And I didn't want the power, but everybody kept telling me what to do. And it was just a wild card game, Nick. I Come on. pawned it off to somebody else. It's the Blues, man. I mean, with with great responsibility. I didn't ask for great responsibility. <laughs> I specifically said I do not want this responsibility. But yeah, you had it. It was I, thrust upon you. I didn't want it. As I, it were. I didn't want it, so... Anyway, well, good deal. Well, again, Rick, thank you so much for, uh, you know, giving us the recommendation. And again, it's the cigar he's smoking. So money where the mouth is there. Exactly. I like that. I mean, we couldn't argue with a guy who was literally smoking what he uh, what he recommended. So this cigar is a seven by 48 cigar. Um, it is a Churchill size. Okay. It has a. Uh... Oh, hold on. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. I was still talking. Well, I just figured I'd get into the details of the cigar. Well, there you go. Go ahead. Okay. Move along. It has a Nicaraguan. By all Ma- means, Nick. It has a Nicaraguan Maduro <laughs> wrapper. He's already triggered. Indonesian binder and a filler made up of D- a Dominican Republic and Nicaraguan tobacco. I wouldn't think a guy from Illinois would be that uptight now since everyone over there is high. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. It's absolutely ridiculous what's going on in illinois right now what they what they bring in what was it 3.8 million or something the first day or i don't know i mean it's just ridiculous i don't know all i know is that the law states you're supposed to be smoking at your house and all i know is i was at a bar that you and i will frequent that has an outdoor patio that allows for cigar smoking and it wasn't cigars i was smelling while i was out there no it was definitely something else that Devil's someone lettuce. else was smoking Devil's that lettuce. I was smelling out yep. there. So, Or a skunk, one of the two. Mm, close, but yes. a little more floral than a skunk. Ah. So. You've not been around the right skunks. No, I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> Mine tend to just be stinky. 
Good deal. So, well, I look forward to uh, getting yeah, this well, out of the wrapper. God, we're back to this. I gave you so much credit for being so adult, and yet we're back to this. What's really in there? Okay. God. All right. Rick is still sitting here just mind-boggled by the <laughs> stupidity that he's witnessing. Well, see, he he has to make a show out of crinkling the wrapper well, on just, the microphone. I have to get it off. Every time, just to irritate the hell out of me. I know it wasn't you, Rick. It was Jeff. <laughs> You're halfway done with your cigar. <laughs> that would be awkward if it was still in the wrapper. I would imagine it would it. taste and smell really bad. Yes, it would be a thing. Nothing like burning cellophane. No. Salts the senses. It does. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that, it is time that you and I go ahead and cut the cigar. Ooh. Know, we got right? big news coming up for the cut here soon. Yeah, hopefully in about a month. We'll big have some doings. News for the cut. So borrow that. It's a nice cigar. It's got a nice, pretty basic band. It's white with uh, with a blue logo on there. You know, three hundred hands. And while I was go, you know, getting into my idiocy, did you talk about the fact, um, you know, as Rick alluded to, that there's a big donation with this cigar? I did not. So. This cigar, um, as I said, it is made by Southern Draw. It's made at the A.J. Fernandez factory. But this cigar, they give 25% of the profits to Nicaraguans that offered their honest stories and identified specific needs in and around their own community. So they're giving, they're giving money back to the Nicaraguan region from the sale of all these cigars. That's awesome. And uh, Rick pointed out to us that, in fact, the workers at the factory have taken a little bit of a pay cut in order to produce this cigar to make sure that more of the proceeds actually go back to uh, the charity. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm doing a cold draw. You want to know what I'm getting? What? Besides cigar. Uh, <laughs> actually, some hints of chocolate. Really? Yeah, try it out. Uh, like a legitimate flavor note. Normally, mm-hmm. he just says cigars. So, Yeah, I'll give you that. There's you you a, taste that? There's some chocolate to yeah. it on the cold draw there. So there we go. Well, it's time we'll go ahead and light this thing up. Maybe. I wish I'd brought a cut or a... Uh, well, a cutter and a lighter. You never bring anything. I had them last time. Oh, does Rick have a lighter? I think Rick's about to loan you his lighter. No, never mind. He can't find it either. <laughs> oh, he did. Oh, he did find his lighter. Oh, that's fanciful. That's a nice lighter. What is that? Yeah, don't give it to him. He'll steal it and then lose it. That's a Zycar. That's a nice lighter. <laughs> wow, look at that. Puts our flames to shame. Yeah, well, I invested in my Exo Cutter. I haven't invested in a nice uh, Zycar lighter yet. Thank you so much. Thank you. Well, there you go. So, Nick, what do you want to talk about today? We've got lots to talk Rick, about Rick, take today. care. Thanks Rick, again. thank you again for the suggestion. Thank you. So, yeah, we've got lots to talk about today. That was today. really nice of him to come on with us, too. Very nice of him. We appreciate it. I don't know if you saw it. I think you did. I put out a call for questions. I did see that. Because this episode... It was very open-ended and frightening. Why are you dicking with more cellophane? It's... My Bovida pack, uh huh, that I yeah, bought. Appreciate you. Like, I can't get I can't get my humidor up to uh, humidity. I'm sitting at about fifty percent right now. I think I just deleted my show notes. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. Oops. <laughs> I think it did actually. Yeah, poor planning. Oh wait, there's a recently deleted folder. There we go. We'll go there. Oh my gosh. The day so, is saved. Anyway, anyway, so yeah, so I did uh, put out a call for questions. Because you and I are going to be debuting a new segment that we're going to be doing on the Tuesday shows in this show. Um, it's going to be called Ask the Boys. And that mm. was that was Jeff's, uh, Jeff's suggestion. Boys. I was going to go with Ask Nick and Gator. 
He he opted for Ask the Boys. and we I got figured, enough Nick and Gator. I figure we'll go ahead and, and acquiesce. But we'll get to that in just a little bit. So first, what are you getting on the cigar there, bud? It's a good stick. It is a good stick. I'm not going to lie. I've walked past this a hundred times in that humidor and not picked it up. And I'm really glad that Rick gave us that recommendation. Well, I remember when the Hill had a Southern Draw event here back in April of last year. Um, I remember that they were promoting the 300 hands. And I, for whatever reason, I, I ended up buying some other Southern Draw stuff. And I always had the intention of circling back and trying one. And I just never did. I'm with you. I always just kind of walk past. It's on an end cap. I always just kind of walk past it. And I'm really glad that we did circle back to it. Yeah, we It are, is a really good cigar. We have been remiss in not smoking this up to now. Yeah. The, uh, the name actually comes from, it, it refers to um, the amount of hands that actually goes into the process of cigar creation. So it, it, approximately 150 people will interact with the cigar and between the whole process from seed to store and the the name of it the 300 hands obviously indicates the 150 pairs of hands but anyway good deal yeah. it is uh you know another note i'm getting on this cigar is leather mm-hmm. very coffee very leathery good construction yeah really good construction on the cigar but you know that's a testament to the hill for uh you know taking such care of their humidor they do. They, they put a lot of pride in keeping that humidor up and going. And it's a big humidor. I mean, the folks, if you've listened to the show and you've been by there and everything, I mean, you know, it's a, it's a big room. I mean, it's. I would go so far as to say that it's probably the largest walk-in humidor in St. Louis. If not, it's if it's not, it's really, really close. Well, you know I what? haven't been to one that I can remember. I, I will big. say I think Stanley's is bigger. I think there's more selection here. You think? Because they've got the center filled up. Yeah. Oh. Stanley's, actual space-wise, I think is a bigger, Boy, more I don't spacious know. It's going to be close. This one's got more product it's to It's going to be close, but I I actually think that this one might be a little bigger than Stanley's. Would it be off-putting to the different lounges if we walk around and just measure them with a tape measure? I'm sure they probably wouldn't appreciate that. Frown on that? Probably. Mm-hmm. So. so we're just going to have to eyeball it for now. Probably. That's something for your website. You know what? That This is where I'm the idea guy, buddy. Uh-oh. You ready for this? Uh-oh. Okay, so what I think we need to do is I think as we travel and go to cigar lounges around the country, we need to get a picture of the lounge to put up mm-hmm. that we go to. And we've been to a few, and I can I can go back and do some pictures, you know, from, oh, uh, D-Bulls and different, you know, Weston and different places like that that I've uh-huh. taken. But I think it would be very interesting to do basically a uh, you know sizing on the humidors that we can add to that description for all the lounges that we've gone to visit. I, I mean, mean, we I'm can not take a break out on a it. Tape measure, but we you know, we can step it off. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But we can, you know, we can go on. The, the, the store owner is going to know how big their humidor is, Give so her, we can. I would hope so. Yeah, I'll tell you, Weston has a huge humidor. Yeah, they really do. Yeah, Corey, and a lot of sticks outside at the counter yeah, he too. Does I would say Corey's got a big space. That he can fill. So now, like when I went up to, uh, oh, where did I go? Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I was up there at Yuli's. Uh, now their humidor, they don't actually have like a walk-in humidor. They have the cabinets all around the the main area where you go in. And see, like the Rivermen, they've got a they've got a walk-in, and um, it's not it's not a small walk-in. I mean, it's a it's a it's it's a big walk-in. It's not as large as the hill. 
but they also have a number of cabinets lining the walls all And the Riverman's here in St. Louis as well. It is. It's over yep. off of Watson Road. Nice store. Oh, yeah. Daniel's a super nice guy, and he's uh, he's working hard over there. So Good deal. We do love the brick-and-mortar stores. So Indeed. Well, I mean, because let's be honest, they give us a place to go sit and relax. It's more than just buying a cigar. You're buying an experience. Yep. Anyway, and actually, speaking of the uh, retailers, that brings me to uh, one of the things. I've been uh, plotting and planning my trip out to Vegas for the TPE. That's coming up quick, dude. It is coming up very quick, and uh, but I got my hotel booked, so anybody that's out there or going out there that's listening to this, I'm going to be staying at the, uh, the hotel. Harris. Hotel motel? No. Oh. The Harris. Oh, you actually have a real hotel you're going to. Yeah, I'm staying at the Harris. Oh, okay. Well, you know, I have my Caesars points, so I cashed in some Caesars points. That's the way to do it. Basically just had to pay for the uh, resort fee there. So, But what's nice is I guess it's on the Vegas monorail, so all I have to do is just hop that. Oh, that's perfect. You're going to save a ton in Uber fees. One stop up, and I'm right there at the convention center. So exactly, that was my point, is I can save a lot in Uber fees. So, What are you getting on your stick? I'm getting a little bit of spice, a little bit of chocolate. I'm tasting I'm tasting both of those, plus, like I said, it's leathery. Mm-hmm. I did a retro hail, too, and I picked up a lot on that. Oh, that's good. No, it's a quality stick. It really is. And I'll tell At you. a good price point. I was just about to say, I'll tell you, it's very affordable. This uh, this Churchill was a uh, little over something I mean, so, you know, it's a it's a very affordable cigar. I want to point out to everyone, I bought the cigars tonight. He did. He did, because when it came time to purchase, Bolted I like a scared rabbit. Ghosted like mad. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even think you opened the door. I think you, like, somehow just, you know, willed your way right through it. It was a thing of beauty. Something out of men that stare at goats. It was a you thing. You just walked right through the wall and a, disappeared. Dude, it was a thing of beauty. It was it, quick, too. Like, I didn't I even see it st- coming. I wouldn't have stuck you there if it were, like, a, you know, $12 cigar or up, but, you know. Oh, don't let him lie to you. He, I mean. He'd have stuck me there. You know. <laughs> it's a $7 stick. I think I think after 38 episodes, this is now number 39, I think you can, uh, I think you can pony up for the stick there, bud. I bought my stick last week. It's true. It's, it is true. It's true. See, I'm forcing you to kind of like <laughs> contribute to the cause here. <laughs> it makes me drive two hours to come be on the podcast. You didn't drive two hours to get here. Not today. Son of a bitch. Not today. I was off today. I was going to say. You probably But had... there are times I've had to drive from uh, Benton, Illinois, all the way to St. Louis just so we can record a podcast for the people. Hey, it's only through the winter. Once the winter breaks and we can start using our Nick and Gator Studios on the decks again, mm-hmm. then, you know... The op- home studio. The, uh, the options become open. By the way, the studio name is for sale, so if anybody wants to purchase the studio name as a sponsorship, reach out to me through either the Contact Us page on CigarPulpit.com or you can email me direct at Nick at CigarPulpit.com. And if you don't want to deal with Nick, you can always reach out to me on Facebook or uh, through the Naked Gator page on Instagram. Realistically, though, you're going to want to deal with me. Yeah, because I'm not paying any attention. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a given. Because Jeff will sell it to, like, something stupid, and we'll have the Larry Flint Hustler Club Studios or something like that. I, I have no problem with that. <laughs> <clears throat> Your, their money is green. Those girls are working through their way through college. It may need to be disinfected, <laughs> but it's still green. Uh-huh. <laughs> Oh, did, Lord. Okay, okay. so did uh-oh, I, uh-oh. have I ever told you the story? Now, this isn't Kristen. This is <laughs> my, my first ex-wife who will go unnamed because I don't want to get sued. So, have I told this story? I don't think I've told this on the you podcast. You haven't told many stories about her, I don't think. Okay, so she worked at a bank in Fairview Heights, Illinois, 
and she's doing, you know, the, the businesses would do their night, night drops and yeah, whatnot. Yeah, yeah. So she's counting down this, this bag of money. And she's like, I don't understand. She goes, this auto repair place, the money just stinks all the time. And she's like telling her coworkers. <laughs> and they're looking at her like cross-eyed, like, what are you talking about? And they're like, well, who are you doing doing a night drop for? And she goes, Dottie's Body Shop. <laughs> <laughs> and it was at that point they explained to her that that was a strip club. Yeah, that was not a car repair place. Yeah, she wore gloves from then on to do the money count. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Lord. Oh, Dottie's Body Dottie's Shop. Dottie's Body. There are stories there. There are. I actually never went there. I've never been to that place. I don't think it's still open. Dottie. I want to say something so bad, but it is so offensive. Well, say it. And then we can always edit it out. Dottie's boobs looked like two great fruits <laughs> hanging from her chest in tube socks. <laughs> so I take it, I take it the bishop frequented the joint. There was a one-time trip there, and we were in and out really quick because, like I said, the woman at the front that checked the IDs ended up being the woman that was working, and... Like I said, man, it was a couple of grapefruits tucked into tube socks hanging from her chest. It was like, you remember the old um, the shoebox cards from Hallmark with the old woman and the dog? Yes. Yeah, it's like her, only naked. That's awesome. It was gross. That's awesome. <laughs> I, my friend Todd regaled me with a story from there one time, which is probably why I never decided to go to it. But he said he walked in with some friends, and they were there, I think, for a bachelor party. And they were just, you know, making the rounds. Uh, as you do on the uh, east side in, you know, uh-huh. Illinois. And they went in, and there was one woman working at the bar, and they went in. They're like, oh, do you not have any dancers? She goes, oh, yeah, hold on. She poured their drinks and then got up on stage. Yeah. That's about right. Yeah. Yeah. That's about right. And so. she was five months pregnant, too. So, oh. Yeah. I have been to one where she was just back from her uh, maternity leave and uh, uh, actually used as a selling point to us. That her uh, cesarean section scar was all healed up. <laughs> God. That was Damn. an awesome trip to the strip club. See, you got to remember, <laughs> man, I had a roommate in college that when he left Carbondale, he moved to Belleville. And then when I left Carbondale, I moved in with him for about a year. And he was, he was older than me. Well, he got married super young. He was in a really, really religious family. I mean, his parents didn't talk to him for a year because he read Harry Potter. Super religious family. He was married, and he ended up getting divorced and right about the time. he And then he moved in with me because he needed a place to go. Well, when he got divorced, man, suddenly it was his time to just do the crazy college stuff that he never it did was his, when he was his young. Rumspringa. Precisely. Yeah. And so, I mean, for as wild and crazy as I was in college, he was way more so. But, like, older with a Ph.D. in microbiology. Anyway... Um, well, when I moved to Belleville, he was addicted to the strip clubs. Oh, that's never good. And so what ended up, and I was poor, you know, I mean, I didn't have a job. I mean, I was like, whatever. And he kept asking me if I wanted to go. And I just, I couldn't, I just couldn't go. It was too much money. And so it got to the point that I was signing up for all of their email newsletters so that I could get the coupons for so much off admission. I mean, that was a real thing. There's an email account I've had to abandon because I just cannot get off these lists. <laughs> and so, so anyway. I was going to say, think of the ads you would get now oh, it, on Yeah, now everything. that they're tracking everything, yeah. it'd be nuts. But anyway, so I it got to the point where he wanted to go. I told him I just couldn't. So he ended up going and paying my admission and buying me one drink 
as long as I was his designated driver. Okay. There you go. So I had one drink when I got there. Then the whole rest of the time I was just coming down off of that. And that way I'd be sober when we left. Yeah. And mind you, he's just getting annihilated and just living it up at these strip clubs. Well, one night is when we he, he wanted to branch out, go someplace different. So we ended up at Miss Kitty's. And oh. that was awesome. Yep. You know? I remember when it, I, I'd never been there, but I remember when it was open. That's a sketch one. Yes, dude. it was. That, that was, was down in Wash Park. It's across the street from the Hustler. Yeah. So it's like we're like across the street from a quote unquote nice one. And quote unquote. Quote unquote. And then we're over here with the garage door. That, that's a wall that is uh, painted oh, yeah. up like a mural of St. Louis. And you've got like three girls dancing. And the one comes over to our table talking about how she's back from maternity leave. And you, can, you can't even see the cesarean scar and all that. Good and for her. And everything. What I used to always like to do is talk to them. And that was always amusing. Because it was always, well, what do you want to do with your life? This one, I want to be a child psychologist. Oh, I bet you do. <laughs> and we just went nuts. And then she went off on this tirade about how her boyfriend is 17. And he couldn't get in here to uh, to see me dance and blah, blah, blah and all that. And it's just like, what is wrong with you? Yeah, that's messed up. I mean, up. I, it, was, it was really weird. So now, but anyway, that's I'm going to broach a subject. It's a whole different thing. I'm going to broach a subject and Nick is going to recoil at this. Mm. We need to talk about Carbondale. I just asked. What about Carbondale? We need to talk about our experience there. No, we are not. Nope, nope, nope. Really? The, the records are sealed on that one, dude. <laughs> nope. The records are sealed on that one. We need to get long past. We had a buddy that nope. went with us. Stop. I'm, I'm, I'm serious. I'm not going there. <laughs> this is not one for the show. <laughs> Okay, can we can we put a pin in it and circle back? Because this is a story we have this to tell one, at some point. At some point, but it is still too close, and I don't know well, what I'm not the say uh, the name. I don't know what the um, statute of limitations is on this. So we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna stop and we're gonna pretend like you didn't bring this up. You can't nope. cut that. I'm not gonna cut it, but I'm gonna just stop and I'm gonna pretend like you guys, never did this. Guys, seriously, it's a story. <laughs> it is. The best story that we have. <laughs> Unfortunately, it is not one that is ever going to make this show anytime soon. We're going to circle back next January. Mm. We're going to give it a year. We didn't Dude, do anything His illegal. family still doesn't know about that, okay? Well, we're not going to say his name. His family has no idea about any of it. We're not going to say his name. Anyway. No. Come on. I think nope. we need to tell nope. it. Nope. I think the nope. masses are yearning for the story. Nope. It's not going to happen. So, anyway... Moving on. Oh, he's so nervous. So, it is now time for our new segment, Ask the Boys. All right. Well, it is now time for Ask the Boys. By the way, we're the boys. Inaugural segment here. Yeah, I want, like I said, I wanted to go with Ask Nick and Gator, but Jeff felt we have enough Nick and Gator out there, so. Exactly. Anyway, so, basically... You folks can send us questions about anything. That's the whole point of this segment. That's frightening. Is you guys can ask us about anything you want. And I'm not promising you're going to get a good answer. In fact, you're probably not going to get a good answer. You're probably going to get a very made-up bullshit answer. But It's kind of our thing. I mean, you are asking Nick and Gator 
a question. I mean, you should. Ex- <laughs> it ain't should, Dear Abby, you, folks. You should not be expecting well-researched answers here. I think so. she's dead anyway. Dear Abby. Yeah. I, it's like a. It's like a name. They just you know. It's a, a title. Kind of like Doctor Who. It, they it reincarnate. Off. I mean, I don't. Maybe I don't know. I don't. I don't think she's coming back to life. I think they're just giving it to somebody else. <laughs> anyway. So, our first question comes from an Instagram follower of ours. Oh. MySticks35MM. I don't know if that's 35 millimeter, I'm assuming. Maybe. What is that, a Lancero? I, I don't know. But anyway, so MySticks35. I still can't convert to MM. English measure. I have a hard, really hard time with that. He asks, do you guys believe that smoking a cigar with a golf glove may be hazardous? It is my belief that herbicides and pesticides may make their way onto your stick and therefore burned or ingested. Now, before we get into our answer, okay, I did confer with my dad. You have a legit answer. Who is a longtime golfer. And so I, I did ask him for his opinion. And so I do have his opinion. That's best because neither one of us golf to speak of. I mean, I, I, I have. I, go, I have too, badly. Mm-hmm. But anyway. I can drive. I can putt. I can drive the ball. I can't putt to save I can, my life. I can putt. I can't. Long game is poor. But anyway, so before we get into my dad's answer, though, what do you say? Okay, you know me. I'm, I'm, I'm oh, a I big know. organic guy. I figured this would be a very interesting one for you to touch on. <sighs> yes. Um, I, I think any time being around pesticides like that is an issue. I don't know if you're necessarily going to get it off your golf like your glove that you're golfing with? I mean, you make the argument that you're picking up the ball with the glove, and theoretically the ball is touching the grass and whatever's on the grass. Well, so I think a lot of it depends. how much is transferred, I guess. It depends on how recently they've sprayed, too. That's true, too. Which, you know, is one of the big fears that I have for the bees, because, like, when you spray a bean field, those bees don't know that it just got hit with Roundup. Yep. And they're going out, and they're making your honey, and there's glyphosate in honey. There's glyphosate in Cheerios. It's it's permeating into our food system, and it's killing us all. So, yeah, anytime, I, I say anytime you can avoid the pesticides, do it. Okay. So my dad, he gave me this answer. He said that the glove isn't really the issue. He said, theoretically, you should be holding the cigar in the ungloved hand anyway because the glove gets all sweaty and dirty, oh, which valid. Okay, is, that's is a, good a point. valid point. Um. He made the argument, just don't toss the cigar on the ground when you're actually hitting your ball. Which I'm betting a lot of guys do. I would imagine. Oh, dude, it happens all the time. I watch it all the time when I've been out golfing. You know, that's what we need to do. What's that? We need to get uh, Nick and Gator ashtrays that jam down into the ground, freestanding ashtrays, to put out our local golf courses. I've actually seen products that look like a ball and a tee, Mm -hmm. but the, the ball is hollowed out with a hole and you can just pop the uh, cigar in that. And, well, there you go. You know, precise. Same kind of concept. I like that. But anyway, so my sticks, 35 mm. There you go. Uh, there's somewhat of an answer. I would say that it's probably... It's probably the straightest answer we're going to give on any of the questions. I'd say you probably ought to be a little cautious, but, you know, I, I don't know if it's necessarily something to, like, freak out about, but, you know, maybe, maybe just uh, avoid setting the cigar down on the on the ground and we've even talked about um, hand. which cigars if if any out there are considered organic 
We've even discussed that You know, that actually, and I don't have it in front of me, but Rob from Cigar Talk gave me a cigar company to tell you that their cigars are 100% organic. Hmm. I need so to look into that. there is a cigar company that is organic. We'll have to we'll put a, a pin in that we'll circle back circle to on back another to show. That. So we have another one, and it's from Smith & Weston. Great he, firearms. He wants to... Weston. Oh, I am. okay. But I, I think he's alluding to that. But anyway, he wants to know if we have ever and or would ever smoke tobacco pipes. Now, we did an episode a little while back titled Pipes 101 with Jody. Yep. And Jeff did smoke a pipe on that show. I actually and bought a new pipe because I, I had you, cracked mine. You have had a pipe for a long time, mm-hmm. so you have smoked tobacco pipes in the past. I have never smoked a tobacco pipe, and I did not smoke one on that episode. Now... Now you're going to get the behind-the-scenes story of why I didn't smoke one on that episode. So I was thinking about doing so. And Jeff comes out as I'm setting up all the equipment and says that he bought a new pipe and, you know, bought some tobacco and everything. And I asked him, I said, well, what did that run? And he he goes, oh, this is a $30 pipe. Which is a cheap pipe. And at that point. It's the basket pipes they have here. At that point, I said, nope, I'm done because. Here's the thing. I'm not going to invest 30 bucks into something that I'm going to use one time yeah. and may potentially never use again. However, while on the show, that's when Jody pointed out that they have the corn cob pipes that are only $10. And, and a button I, nose. And had I known about those, I probably would have used that. So, Fair enough. In all fairness, had I known about the $10 pipe, I probably would have gone ahead and done that. We can, so, we can do like uh, a quarterly or semi-annual uh, you know, pipe show. I'm thinking at some point coming up, I'll give it a try. But as of right now, no, I haven't. The the thing about a pipe uh, compared to a cigar is a pipe, to me, is a little more work. I like the aromatics. Um, I think the the smoke that it puts off is much more palatable to folks around you than necessarily the cigar. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things when I go home after I've been here at the lounge or smoking in my Jeep, you know, I will get the, oh... That smells, old and I have c- to... Old cigar yeah. smoke gets very stale, very quickly. Pungent. Very quickly. Yeah. And, yeah, it, it it's not... Where pipe tobacco is more aromatic, and I think people actually enjoy the smell of that. Okay. So we have another question here from Ponzi3297. He wants to know if Good we... Good Happy Days reference. I like that. Ponzi with a P. Oh. So it's more of a scheme. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um, he wants to know if we've ever rolled our own. I wondered c- if you'd catch that. I'm proud of you. Yeah. He wants to know if we've ever rolled our own cigar. And if so, how did that turn out? No, no, I haven't. But by God, I really want to. Yeah. And I actually had the opportunity at the, um, barn smoker, uh, Drew Estates, Kentucky barn smoke. And for whatever reason, the table was busy. I was kind of done for the day. I didn't take advantage of it, but I'm really, I, I do really want to do that. You know, I think our uh, buddy next time we go to Charleston. Up at Indigo mm-hmm. would uh, hook us up with that because he has the whole setup there, and I I think he would probably, especially if we have him on the show, would walk us through that. I think that would be a great idea. That'd be we'll a lot of fun. We'll have to look into that. So, thank you for the recommendation, Ponzi. Yep. And we have uh, we have two more that we're going to get to this time. So, listener Jim says, some people say you shouldn't use a Zippo to light a cigar because it imparts the lighter fluid smell and taste onto it. Is this true? He then points out that he likes using Zippos. I, I have a Zippo and I like to use it. Have you ever gotten like lighter fluid smell or taste from it? I've never noticed it, no. My whole thing is, I, I wonder if that's just 
like the cigar purists that are sitting back saying, you know, you should only light a cigar with a lit piece of cedar and not, you know, a torch or anything like that. Yeah. I tried so. that. I set myself on fire. On the show. On the show, <laughs> yes. Jen actually watched that on the uh, Skype. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah. But, yeah, I I, I mean, I don't think I... Look, use what you like to use. I don't, I don't know if it really matters all that much. I, I've, you know, I use a butane torch. I'm sure somebody could, you know, chastise me for using a butane torch. Hey, as long you as you're some people lit. are saying that, that's kind of my thought. I mean, I've actually been forced to use a bic lighter before, and that's no fun, but it gets your cigar lit. You, I, I actually forced you. Yeah, to use you forced a, me to do that the other day, yeah. and that sucked so horribly. Because the problem with a bic lighter, dude, is you got to hold that flame for so long that metal like top gets really hot on your thumb. Yeah. So. Well, and not to mention, you know, you got the senator lighting them with him. So I was starting to thought he was starting to trend. Yeah, that was the other thing. But anyway, <laughs> he did not know how to light that. And then yeah, our, fi- all. our final question for this segment comes from listener Bill Huffine, who wants to know. Good if, buddy of mine. Who wants to know if Churchill was a crossdresser. I, I, I think the jury's still out technically on that because as much as I want to say no. Jeff's going to argue. Do we know that? I think it's lost to history. So, anyway. So, I don't know. Whatever. So, folks. Sometimes a guy wants to feel pretty. Even under siege. Oh, God. Well, send us your <laughs> questions. Send us your questions. Damn Nazis. We're going to do this uh, hopefully every Tuesday, as long as you folks are sending us questions. So, you can send us a question by going to the Contact the Pulpit page on CigarPulpit.com. Handy dandy little widget there. You just put in your information and we can uh, answer your questions on the show. You know, uh, our friend Jess actually reached out on Facebook too asking us for relationship advice, which I think is a horrible idea. Yeah, there's no way that that, um, there's no way that, that ends well. No, not for anyone. No, because I've got some advice for her, but it's nothing she's going to want aired on a podcast, so true or us exactly so yep anyway so definitely send us your questions and we will answer them next time on ask the boys well anyway jeff that's our new segment good times I mean, and if anybody has any more suggestions for segments, we're open to ideas. And in addition, we're it open to cigar some, suggestions. It adds some structure. Tell, Jeff, us, tell Jeff, us what you're like. Jeff liking. needs structure. I think we need structure. <laughs> <laughs> you can blame it on me all you want to, sick sack. Oh, I can do this. You need structure. Oh, I, th- I thrive on chaos. <laughs> you create enough of it. I'll give you that. So. Through that. Anyway, what do you get on your cigar there? Um, it's really good. I'm a lot further along than you are. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, uh, I don't understand how that happened. I'm sitting here. I've maybe gotten, oh, what would you say? I'm into the second, third, but only barely. Just, yeah, beginning, and I'm I'm over halfway. You're, not over halfway. Yeah, I mean, you're, you've already gotten to the band and taken the band off. Yeah. Whereas I still have quite a bit to go before. I'm enjoying band. this. So It was a good recommendation by Rick. I like yeah, it. Yeah, Rick, Rick teed us up to a good one here and yep and i like the fact that there's a there's a charity aspect to it as well oh absolutely Southern Draw does that they do a lot of military-based cigars 
that give back. They do it. They Southern Draw is a good company. Well, and guys, you know we've done a podcast on this before, but cigars for warriors. Mm-hmm. Um, don't forget them right now because we've got a lot of people redeploying, and it's one of those things. I'll where tell you though, their life just became infinitely more difficult over at Cigars for Warriors after this whole, you know, increase in uh, tobacco purchasing age to twenty one because now, um, now they've got to, uh, now they've got to. Uh, Make sure that all the troops that they're sending to are 21 and above. Oh, wow. Yeah. Think about that for a minute. Yeah, that's a whole thing. That, that is a whole thing. So, and I mean, and I... I'm not going to lie to I'm you. Gonna, I'm going to put this out there, and I'm saying this, I'm, I'm going to ask you to kind of correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm assuming that if a 21-year-old deployed soldier were to receive a package at an, a base, an established military base... Yeah. Where or deployment zone or wherever they're at, if they were to give that cigar in that package to somebody that's under twenty one that's with them, I mean, well, okay, how does that for, work? I mean, first of all, I don't you know, know. I don't know, and this I don't know how you police that, but but let's just let's just hypothetically play this out for a minute. The ground that they're on, let's say they're deployed to Africa. Yeah, is the base technically considered? At that moment, American soil. Well, so let's say if you're if you're at a base in Germany and you have a child, that child, you know, is an American citizen. Well, yeah. So I think you could make the argument, yeah, the base is technically American soil, but I don't know who's going to police that. I mean, yeah, there may be some code in the UCMJ that covers it, but I can't think of what it would be. I mean, a lot of it's going to depend if the base itself has put out like a directive on it. Yeah, you know, and said, "Okay, here's the deal. Well, U.S. law now says 21. It's got to be 21 to smoke on base." And and at that point, then you know they're going to be, you know, obligated to follow. But that. But theoretically, those 18, 19, 20 year olds could, I assume, go off base if they're deployed somewhere that maybe they had the ability. Well, but if cigars for warriors is sent into them, they're probably not going somewhere where they can shop. Yeah, they're probably forward deployed. Probably like actually in the shit. Yeah. So. Um, well, anyway. And again, don't, seriously, if uh, you have some sticks laying around you'd like to donate or you want to b- make a donation to Cigars for Warriors. Yeah, this is, it's a, this is a good time to be thinking about definitely that. Definitely one, because you just had, uh, you know, 3,000 troops from the 82nd Airborne deployed to uh, Kuwait following some of the uh, things going on in the Middle East. And, you know, these guys need all the support they can get from us. Indeed. And cigars are one of the top requested items um, in fact, the top requested item, according to Cigars for Warriors, anyway. Um, well, because from, a lot from of the deployed troops, it's a little different than you know back during Vietnam, where you had guys kind of out in the suck and they were, you know, humping you know through the jungles and whatnot. You know, most of these guys are on bases. They may be convoying in and out. They may be at a fob, but they have access to a lot of things from home that maybe our troops didn't have in the past. Yeah. You know, there there are a lot of stores and restaurants and things on these bases, um, but it's not... It seems to be that the entertainment, the cigars, movies, uh, video games, things like that seem absolutely. to be the things that they're asking yep, for. Absolutely. According to, to Storm over at Cigars for Warriors. So, you know, help them out. Get them what they need. Yep. And so. I think I think it's a great cause as well as the 300 hands. Exactly. 
and see, and if you donate 300 hands to the Cigars you're for doubling Warriors, down. you're doubling down. I like you're it. giving a donation to the Nicaraguan people through Southern Draw and their program, and then you're also giving to Cigars for Warriors. That's awesome. It's even better. That's so go awesome. out, buy some boxes of uh, 300 hands, and get those to the troops. Yep. So... Uh, I think it'd be a good time to uh, talk about our My Monthly Cigar Partnership. We are partnered with... <laughs> you just always kind of drop that in there. Uh, we are partnered. No subtlety whatsoever. It's no. It's just like, no. It's the structure. <laughs> oh, Lord. I'm just doing what you ask. Anyway, so yeah, we are partnered <laughs> with MyMonthlyCigars.com. It's a premium cigar subscription service. We've got our new boxes. So we, we have received the January box, so we will be smoking the first cigar out of the January box in Friday's episode. And, and opening the box at the same time. Well, that's kind of implied. Oh, well, I and wanted to make sure it was reiterated. I'm just saying we kind of have to open the box to get to the cigar that we're going to be... That's anyway. a valid point, but we don't have to open it live on the air, but we're going to. Well, yeah, that's yeah. half the fun. What's what? in the box? Why are, <laughs> what's in the box? <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> we recommend... I wonder if anybody gets that joke. I would hope so. It's a really dark joke, uh, if you think about it, because it, it was a head. It, it was a head, head in the box. Anyway, um, we recommend that you get the Robusto <laughs> box, which is four cigars for $30. The Nick and Gator Care Package. It is. We get those uh, that box, and we smoke those four cigars over the course of four episodes of the show that month, and you can smoke along with us. And if you use offer code PULPIT, P-U-L-P-I-T, at checkout, you can get free shipping on your first subscription, or you get 20% off any of the items within the store because they do offer other things other than just the subscription box. It's a win-win. It is. And they have an MSRP guarantee, which means that the MSRP of all of the sticks within the box is guaranteed to meet or exceed the price of the box. So I think December it was uh, $45 worth of value in a $30 box. I'm sure January is going to be something similar. So you're not really losing out. You're, you're, you're winning. So listen in on Friday, and you'll get to hear uh, what the new selections are for the month of January. And it works out perfect uh, because we actually uh, you know, kind of called an audible for the first week of January, but it's five Fridays in January, it, so we'll get them all in. It is. Perfect. So it works out well. It did. Anyway, so, so what do you like uh, getting on the stick there? Uh, it, it's good, a good construction. I mean, it's had a good even burn line for me the whole time. How about yourself? And I, the burn line has been great. Um, I haven't had a lot of problems. I will admit, I don't normally smoke a lot of Churchills. Yeah. Um, a, the... Um, the little, si- little small ring gauge for you. The size, I, I, everybody knows I prefer the slightly larger, you know, the 60s. But um, part of the reason for that, though, is because when I smoke Churchills, I have them go out or I have them canoe or I have problems with them. And, and I'm always on this one. fixing them until about the halfway point. And it seems like about the halfway point, I can usually get a Churchill to like burn right. I am not having that problem whatsoever with this one. This one has just been a fantastic smoke all the way through. And complexity-wise, I will admit it's been pretty similar, you know, straightforward the whole way through. I haven't had a big change Um yet. It's been pretty pretty straightforward. I mean, you know, I've get some, gotten some spice. I've gotten that leather. I've gotten some chocolate. Um, I'm not really getting any sort of flavor changes, but I like the flavor, so I don't really mind yeah. that. So yeah. it's a good solid stick. Like I said, hints of coffee, some leather. Um, yeah, I can't complain about it one bit. We haven't really had a cigar lately that we haven't liked. We've had some. We've had some that maybe just didn't like 
lighter world on fire, but I don't think we've ever had a cigar that we hated. Well, it's kind of it's kind of like working, you know. A a good day or a bad day of fishing is still better than a good day of working. Mm-hmm. You know, a cigar, any cigar is better than no cigar in my in my book. Mm, I don't know. I bet we can find a bad cigar, Gurkha. I'll tell you what. I had a listener recommend the Gurkha Ghost, I believe. Okay. And say that if we were going to try a Gurkha on the show, that we need to try and track down the Gurkha Ghost. You know what? That needs to be one of the Tuesdays here in January. I will do my best to find some Gurkha Ghosts so that we can at least, in all fairness, we do kind of shit on Gurkha. In all fairness. We, We do. We can give that cigar a try. You know what? And I hope we like it. I mean, I don't think we're I going mean, to. Look, a broken, but I hope we like a it. A broken clock is right twice a day, so it's one of those <laughs> Not things. A digital. Well, yeah, that just well <laughs> noon just flashes. and midnight. Okay. It fla- it, noon and midnight. Valid, valid it's correct. Point. So point. boom, right there, huh? Unless it's unplugged, exactly. then you're just screwed. You're just so. hosed. But um, no, I, I figure we can give the Gurkha Ghost a try, and and hopefully, like you said, hopefully it's good, and we can say, you know what? Fine, we will stop shitting on Gurkha. Okay, then. we're that, That's going to be a uh, pledge. We're going to do that in January. And I promise that I will be fair about it. I won't just, like, go into it with a negative attitude. We'll be, we'll be fair with as it. As long as it's not the Royal Challenge, I'm down. Yeah, I'm done with the Royal Challenge. Yeah. I failed that. Yes. <laughs> I swear the challenge is getting through one of them. Mm-hmm. I smoked them, though. No, no, My no, God, no. I did smoke them. The challenge was finding one in the box that was actually constructed well, properly. And that's the problem, because there was... There was so much variation between yes. the sticks. Yes. And that's the problem that I've always had with Gurkha. And and we're going to, I feel like I have to reiterate this sometimes because I feel like people think I'm just like shitting on Gurkha just because. The thing about Gurkha is that maybe when they started, they put out some good sticks. I know at least one Gurkha is on um, the Cigar Authority's um, Cigar of the Year. Okay. Um, so at one point in time, they actually did put out some really quality cigars. But what Gurkha has done, and I've talked with many people, so I can say this with some authority, what they've done is they've expanded their catalog so large. They've added so many different cigars, and they produce them out so quickly that it's impossible for them to maintain the any sort control of standard there. of yep. quality control. Yep. And I can verify that from my experiences with Gurkha, because what you end up with is you end up with sticks where in a box of 20 maybe at best a quarter of them are actually any good on the other ones you have draw issues you have um burn issues you have just a variety of problems that make enjoying that cigar just impossible and that's where you and i come up with the joke of the royal challenges i bought a box of the royal challenge because i thought the box looked really cool the box was cool and when the packaging is awesome and when we got them and started smoking them those cigars just just didn't hold up yeah so anyway i ended up giving you that box or the whole box of them just because i was like i'm done trying to screw with these things and i smoked them um but again you're much more patient with a bad cigar than i am it was a it was a challenge my theory is life's too short to smoke a bad cigar that if i get a bad cigar and I can tell in the first third of it You'll that ditch it's a bad. Cigar. I will ditch it. I've seen you do it. Because I, I won't. If I, am, I paid for it, I'm no, smoking it. I am not going to put in the time and effort to try and fix a bad cigar. I will fight my way through. Nah, it's just, that's not the way I want to do it. it. It's throwing down money, and I'm not going to do it. I may not buy it again. Well, I'm 
it, well, that's the thing. I'm I'm pissed about the money that I've spent on it. If I am doing that, but at the uh, on the same token, I just I just I don't want to fight it. I well, will not fight that's it. That's something that I've seen at cigar festivals. Is you know because I go around and steal the bands, mm-hmm. you know, from the ashtrays. But it amazes me how somebody will take a twenty dollars cigar and smoke a third of it and throw it away. And it's just I'm I like say, I won't do it. I will say there is some argument amongst some people about whether or not you should smoke a cigar past the band. I've heard many people say that you want to end your smoking experience when you get it to the band because at that point, that's the natural stopping point for that cigar. My thought on that, though, there's a lot of cigars that have really big bands, and if I were to stop at that point, I'd have like a half a stick still to go. So I'm not going to do that. I'm going to take the band off, and I'll smoke it down to next to nothing. Yep. And, you know, again... I get flavor notes that change up, you know, maybe not necessarily on this cigar because it's just been consistent and good all the way through, but I'll get flavor notes that change when you get down to that nub, essentially. Yeah. So I, well, I like to smoke And I don't have a nubber, but I've been told that when you get past like that nub point, if you get down to like the really, really, really little point, that sometimes it'll even change again. Now, I don't know if that's true and I don't know if that's... Uh, a good thing. I mean, I would think at that point it would just be like a nicotine bomb because it's just concentrated, yeah. you know, all at the end there. But, you know, who knows? Yeah, so. it, it, I don't have one either. The coolest one we've ever seen mm. was at the Kansas City Cigar Festival. And yeah, that, that guy needs to be mass producing those things. Yes, he had that big, uh, what was it, 50 cal shell? 50 caliber shell and with the pin coming the out pin of it. Yeah, coming out of the top of it. Yeah, it that was, was awesome. awesome. And he could sit it down, and it would it was it had enough uh, weight to it that it would sit and hold the cigar up. I mean, it was really cool. Yeah, if I was going to get one, when you see them, they're just like sticks with like beads and and things on it. Fancy. They're, well, they're kind of feminine. This one was manly. This yeah. was a you know this was a cool. You know, it'd be great for anybody in the military, anybody that hunts. I mean, you know, if you're a gun aficionado, you'd love to have this thing in your. Oh, I you want know. one. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I want one. But anyway. So how, I know we mentioned a little bit about it earlier, but uh, hit the socials. We are available on Instagram at The Cigar Pulpit, as well as Naked Gator, N-E-K-K-I-D Gator. Jeff has been doing some posting to that. A little here and there. That's good. That's good. And uh, I will say, you're right. Oh, folks, y'all heard it here. Instagram is much more fun than Facebook. I'm so tired of Facebook. Yeah. It's and I've got a link to my you, businesses, so I've I can't give it up because I'm of that. I'm in the same boat. I'm in the same boat. But Facebook is just exhausting anymore. Mm-hmm. It's I think it's wrecking our society. I think it's polarizing the country, and you know it's not the only thing polarizing the country, but it sure isn't helping. It gives the polarization a forum. Yeah, it gives the polarization and the the negative opinions and the um, uninformed opinions and everything else. It gives them everybody's a on place an even plane. Yeah, and the thing about it is, folks, when you get in these online arguments, you're never going to convince the other person of anything different. So why even try? Well, hell, Facebook, if I remember right, got in trouble um, this several years back. Because it came out that they were literally pitting people against each other through algorithms. They were causing fights to do some kind of weird social experiment. God. And it's like, why in the world? Well, so anyway, so we are on Facebook. For those of you who don't do Instagram, we are on Facebook, The Cigar Pulpit. We're also on Twitter, as well as YouTube, which I hope one of my resolutions for this year is to do more with our YouTube channel. Um 
I think it's a I think it's a venue that we uh, that we can are not utilizing. Upon. Yes. Yeah. Well, and you know it's funny. Um, I will say our Instagram has taken off for the cigar pulpit. Yeah. Um, it's it's a twenty to one. Oh yeah, that band's very hard to get off. Yeah, this yeah, band Nick's is trying to take his band. Trying off. to take my band off, and I'm not gonna lie, folks, I'm mangling it pretty good here. This, this band glue actually rivals Roma Craft, I would yes. say. <laughs> <laughs> and the Anderthal's a rough band. Here's to get the off. thing about the Roma Craft ones: if you burn it down close to it, that glue gets soft and it it will pop. This one, I mean, I was pretty close to it, yeah. everything, and it still was. Not. I actually flaked my uh, wrapper taking the band off. Wow. But I sealed it back up, and it was fine. But, yeah, that was my fault, not the cigars. Yeah. but um, And then, obviously, go on over to CigarPulpit.com, where you can send us um, comments through that, as well as sign up for our email newsletter, which, oh, we are, this episode is coming out on Tuesday the 7th. You know what? I'm thinking that the first episode or first uh, edition of the bulletin, I will make it a point to have it out prior to TPE. So I'm thinking that week before TPE, so the week of the 20th. So perfect. Make sure you get signed up for the uh, the bulletin that before then, so you make sure you get the first one. It's just going to have news, reviews, um, show information you know, fun stuff, that kind of stuff. But you'll like the reviews. Jeff and I have been plotting out how we're going to do cigar reviews. And I, yes. think, I think this is going to be fun. Yep. So I think everybody will enjoy that. Yeah. So, and make sure you send us your questions for the new Ask the Boys segment because we need questions. Yes. I, I we don't want to make them up. I burned through all but one um, this episode. And uh, the one that I did not burn through, I... Um, I, I feel as though I owe him. He asked two questions. One of them was legitimate and one of them was funny. And I figure that the legitimate one, I want to give him an actual legitimate answer. So I'm going to put a little time in on that. and Do it, uh, Put uh, in the man hours. I'm going to put in some man hours. I'm going, to have, go. I'm going to have that information hopefully next week. Doing so. the research. Exactly. I like it. But folks, you can literally ask us anything. Anything at all. And if we don't know, we'll make it up. Oh, and, that's a given. And that'll be fun. That will be fun. So, good times. Anyway. I I still say we have to tell our story from Carbondale. Mm-mm. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. Okay. Okay. Nope, not going to happen. Soon, folks, soon. Soon we will tell you that story. And it's a beaut. It's funny. In hindsight. <laughs> That at night, the time, we thought we were going to need to dig a shallow grave. At, yeah, that night was bad. That night I mean, because we had two options, and it was either go to jail or bury our friend. And thankfully, we didn't end up needing to do either. But it was it was it rough. was touch and but go. Anyway, that's all we're going to say about that. <laughs> so, well, Nick, it's been a great episode, dude. Final thoughts on the cigar before it's we go. Awesome. It's I, you know what you're I down would, to your nub there. I love this cigar. You are down yeah, to Yeah, this is a good cigar. This is a good cigar. I love the price point on it. Um, it comes in a variety of sizes. I think there were like five different sizes mm-hmm. that it comes in from like little guys all the way up. We I, went with the Churchill on uh, Rick's that recommendation. Was Rick's recommendation. And he was dead he, on. He was dead on with the Churchill. Uh, I probably, had I been the one to choose, they do have a torpedo, which is 6x52. I probably would have gone more with that, but I'm glad I went ahead and 
acquiesced because I'm not having, like I said, I normally have bad experiences with Churchill's. This one has gone really, really well. Oh, absolutely. So, and like I said, I'm down to the nub. You're down to your last third, I think, now, mm-hmm. aren't you? Mm-hmm. And yeah, I haven't, I haven't had a lot of noticeable changes, but again, I don't mind because I like the flavor. I was going to say, it's been a fairly straightforward, you get what you get cigar, but I don't mind that because what I got, I like. So, Amen. Yep. Well, folks, this has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. This is Gator. And we are signing off, so stay smoky. <laughs>